The stock market is not the economy. I, I, I think everyone needs a large PSA around that particular topic, as of course, there's other factors right now, particularly the unemployment numbers, the actions by the Fed, and also oil that are a lot bigger contributing factors to exactly the devastating crap storm that's unfolding right now that me and Tim Perchette of the Liberty Advisor will be talking about in this particular video. And of course, one of the biggest stories right now is, of course, new unemployment numbers that have shown another 6.6 million people filing for new unemployment claims, which makes the total now to 10% of America's workforce. And of course, more expected since many of these claims need to take two to three weeks to process. Many states have shut down. Many of the applications aren't going through. So we still don't know the official numbers, but the, the, the number that we have right now is close to 17 million people that are, quote, out of work. And of course, many people expect that to worsen since, of course, the economy hasn't been opening. But the, don't worry, the Federal Reserve has a solution. And what they're going to start doing is bailing out the super rich and helping them out, literally pretty much just buying up any kind of crap that they can on the market, promoting reckless behavior and also, you know, socializing the losses of the Uber 0.1%. But that's a whole nother story. Also, in oil news, we have uh, what people are calling an extremely bleak outlook as there are even fears of a maxed out storage supply of oil as talks are still wavering between Russia and Saudi Arabia. So, yeah, that's happening on the, on the bigger economic vision that of course a lot of people are not talking about tim what out of those three stories do you see as the most prevalent and the most impactful today well thanks luke and i uh, it and it's Pachote. You did, you've been doing so well yesterday. But anyways, uh, it's everyone's always focused on the stock market, but the bond market is a much, much bigger concern. The bond market is many times the size of the stock market. And what is the bond market? So the bond market is when you lend money to a corporation and then they use that money, what they've been using that money lately has been to buy back their own stocks. But traditionally what would happen is they'd use that money to go invest or maybe some research and development or maybe hire some new, new people. Uh, and so the bond market is really what helps, you know, all this debt that is really what keeps everything going because we've been living in a gigantic Ponzi scheme. Now, uh, what the junk bond market is, so there's, there's these, at the very top, you've got AAA rated bonds, and then it goes down to, to B is the lowest tier of what they call investment grade bonds. Once you get below B, then it's, uh, they call it high yield bond, which is just a euphemism or a nice word for saying junk. And so the junk bond market has been uh, absolutely exploding in terms of, there's been more and more of these, what they call Fallen Angels, which is a company that was previously investment grade and then gets downgraded into now what is known as junk. And so when you get downgraded to junk, you're going to have all these uh, different exchange traded funds, all these index funds who they have mandates where they can only hold on to certain things. And so if you're mandated to hold only investment grade bonds and all of a sudden you're not investment grade anymore, well, then you're going to be forced to sell. And then that forced selling begets more forced selling. And this was actually one of the major black swans that I pinpointed uh, in February. February 11th when I was down at uh, Anarchapoco down in Acapulco, Mexico. And on stage, I said, listen, this is the big black swan. I'm pulling that up on screen right now is are going to be these triple B rated bonds that right now represent 
50% of the investment grade bond market. And what's going to happen to these triple triple B bonds is historically what we've seen is that you've seen you know a huge percentage of these triple B bonds end up going down into junk category. And so we take a look at the last two recessions between 23% and 45% of the investment grade bonds were downgraded to junk. And so that's you know they said that they'd pin that around 600 billion dollars. And so it's funny that all these programs are way more than 600 billion. Well, I guess it's not that funny. Uh, but I knew that this was going to be one of the major, major things that was going to really kick everything off. And so it's sort of ridiculous that, you know, just little old me over here, you know, sitting in my home office can figure this out. But yet all the, you know, big wigs over the Fed can't. So let's get into what the Fed is actually doing. So today we see Fed unveils new bailout program will provide up to $2.3 trillion in loans to, and I'll say this in air quotes, support the economy. Uh, and so who are they supporting? They're supporting the big banks, all the people that use your money to uh, buy back their own stocks and enrich themselves. Uh, but this is another uh, interesting aspect of it. But JP Morgan recently halted all non-government guaranteed small business loans. So unless the government guarantees it, they're not even uh, going to lend money to you. So they've got one Main Street program that's for $600 billion, another program for $850 billion, another program to the state's municipalities for $500 billion. Uh, and so it's funny that this is Initial, you know, we had talked about how upwards of $600 billion uh, historically has gone from uh, the investor grade market into junk bonds. And now these programs, you know, dwarf that. Uh, so, I mean, it would be almost cheaper just to buy everything, which is, you know, apparently what, uh, what they're doing. So, I don't want to give them any uh, ideas over here. So, this headline out of CNBC Fed fires an even bigger bazooka, expand its shopping list to include junk bonds. And so the Fed expanded its efforts to save the economy with $2.3 trillion programs aimed at helping businesses and state and local governments. And let's say, you know, this is really not helping the average person that's out there. This is really helping, you know, the they, them, those rich fat cats that are out there, which, you know, this move ended up, you know, making stocks uh, go up, the dollar go down. Uh, then you also saw, you know, a sell-off in, um, or sorry, sorry, a big, uh, a big rally in gold. And, you know, the Fed is even now buying junk exchange traded funds absolutely ridiculous and yeah yeah, yeah Tim to, to me this is like a this is like a, a Ponzi scheme f fueled by the Fed I mean what's the point of having free markets when you have them just coming in and rescuing them but as you just said at least gold is going up that's why I've been a couple weeks ago I'm like I'm seeing all the signs I was like wait what's that gold company I was working back all the way in 2013 uh, and it's uh, getyoursilvernow.com and I'm like hey guys I'm not saying you know I'm not no financial advice here but uh, hey this is is our sponsorship that we're renewing at getyoursilvernow.com a couple weeks ago and now of course you know the prices are soaring but but overall when we look at all of this news this kind of points out to a disastrous situation for donald trump that again is caught in a very big dilemma he doesn't treat this threat seriously enough people die people will blame him he does take this threat seriously he closes down the economy more people will die maybe from suicide and other related stress uh you know health injuries because of just the calamity that is this financial reckoning that has been coming a long time for them from the irresponsible behaviors that are being promoted and are being uh, rewarded by the federal reserve so so this this is really laying out to to be a very bad situation even though we're seeing some growth in the stocks and as i mentioned the stocks isn't just the economy when the stock market crashed it didn't create the great depression there was other factors contributing to that that led up and made the Great Depression happen. Um, so it wasn't just the stock, and it's important to understand that bigger factor here. Do you think I'm correct or incorrect? 
Yeah, I mean, one thing that you were pointing out too before we started this was that you know only about what one percent of Americans own fifty percent of all the stocks, and then of that, you probably have maybe really the top. Maybe you're looking at maybe the top ten percent of Americans are the only ones that really benefit from the stock market. I mean, I'm one of them. I mean, I have an entire business run off people you know investing with me. So you know, having all the market go up does help me. Uh, you know, and, but you know, it's not about me. It's not about. It's it's about you know having a world for our children and our children's children that is not completely fake. I mean everything they're doing to quote unquote help is just going to make things worse. And so what they should have did is let everything crash in two thousand. I mean it would have been nice you know when Luke and I were still in you know high school to take care of all this crap or just going into high school to take care of all this crap. But no, they had to. Uh, Alan Greenspan said uh, you know that they were trying to have a housing bubble to replace the dot com bubble, and then the housing then they needed this whole financial bubble to replace the other bubble and then now they need this whole debt bubble to then try to replace it's just we are in an everything bubble uh maybe besides not financial advice maybe besides gold silver uh you know at certain points crypto is not uh you know it's not all the time it's not always a good time to buy crypto but uh you know it's it's just, this is a slow march into fascism i mean we're seeing the you know when you're seeing the state which is i guess the feds technically not the state but you're seeing the merger of the state and the corporations i mean what's that we all learned in school that that is you know some form of fascism but then the bigger problem though is there is no way to fix any of this stuff unless you get rid of the federal reserve unless you get rid of debt-based money because we have to borrow our money into existence which means we are high-tech serfs that are all basically owned by the federal reserve and so i don't care what little program you have over here or what little policy you have over here or little political football issue you're going to throw over here to distract all the sheeple this time because if you don't deal with the fact that our money is owned by other people that continually use it as a weapon against us and then play off both sides and then get us to fight in all these little issues. If you don't talk about that, everything else doesn't matter. It's all BS. It's all crap. And, and you know, it's just absolutely shocking we're even at this point right now. Uh, and then, you know, speaking of shocking, we also have, this is actually pretty great, you've got Eric Trump, who this was, uh, you know, February 28th, and we'll play this out for just a tiny bit here, talking about how he's a super genius for trying to buy, uh, telling people that they should buy that initial dip in the stock market. I wrote a tweet in the middle of the day. I go, you know what? Just my two cents. Right now, like this second would be an absolute great time to buy. And the market was down like a thousand points. Literally, I, I, I sent that tweet. The market comes back up another 700 points that day, right? And then obviously you go into yesterday where it was up, you know, 1300 points and, you know, and today, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I feel like, I feel like a super genius right now, John, but Super genius. So we got super genius right there in Eric Trump. So maybe he'll, uh, maybe, he, I, don't know, well, I, I don't know what the lineage is. It's supposed to be uh, Donald Trump is the presidency now, then he's going to get 2024, then Ivanka, then I don't know what the whole lineage is. But yeah, just play, having some fun there. But what people are buying, this is the last article I want to talk about, is this is out of Zero Hedge. It is visualizing the, uh, this is a really bad panda, panda, pandemic economy what are shoppers buying online during covid19 and then we take a look down here uh, we've got disposable gloves up 670 percent bread machines up 652 percent cough medicine up 500 percent soups dried grains packaged foods fruit cups weights uh 
uh, some vitamins, toilet paper, obviously, uh, toilet paper, dog food, those are all up 100%. And then we've got, you know, more, uh, you know, recreational type stuff like cameras. What's so funny, that's down 64%, yet I'm talking to you from a brand new camera. Luggage, gym bags, party supplies, all that stuff is not in favor right now. So uh, there you go. But yeah, this is, I can't stress enough how important of a subject that this is. You know, I hate that we're, you know, droning on here about the economy. Well, I don't hate it. It's actually what I love and what I really like talking about. But, uh, but I just hate that we're that we're that I'm here talking about how this is the end of our freedom, the end of capitalism. I mean, capitalism ended a while ago, but you know now they've accelerated this whole pace. And once you get this is you know once you're it's the Hotel California, you can get into this policy, but you can never leave. We're never getting back to normal. The Fed's balance sheet is never even going back to where it was at four trillion. Definitely never going back to zero zero. And uh, it, it's yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation. We've tried warning people against this, and now it's just trying to I guess prevent things from getting even worse in terms of you know vaccine certificates and all sorts of other stuff but that's all i've got today uh luke i'm not sure if you have anything else you want to uh i mean i mean and they're trying to coalesce us they're trying to make us go along with it because they're going to give us a little check well even just the distribution of that check if you look at the way that the checks are going to be given to you if you even approve of of getting them uh they're going to be divvied out all the way uh, from July to September. That's when the majority of people will be getting them throughout that time frame. Uh, not in two weeks, not in three weeks, like the mainstream media and government are promising you. And when you look at just the bureaucratic logistics and just middleman, poor mismanagement of this even horrible temporary UBI, which again, chicken scraps compared to what the banksters and what the people who are responsible for this are getting. But but look at the look what we've been been going through within this latest uh crisis two trillion dollars more in debt that we know of we still don't know about the full ramifications of the secret federal reserve bailouts and 17 million people out of work with many of those people still expected to stay out of work and to be joined by millions of others as the reporting is still very poor here so yeah perfect time to join with tim pichot uh i think i said it right this time now now that i'm trying i'm trying here I'm just yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic too, but that's a whole nother story within itself. But perfect time to uh, team up with Tim to talk about the economy and what's happening here because it's more crucial and important than ever. If you believe that, share this video with your friends and family members. There's a lot going on, but we're going to keep an eye on it here on Change the News.